The Morning Tailgate is live from Radio Row at Mandalay Bay. Thanks to Paul Law. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. Now, here's Clay, Vinny, and Lindsay from the Las Vegas Strip. All right, here we are live on Radio Row. It's the Morning Tailgate. Lindsay Brown, I'm Clay Baker. We thank you for being with us here. And it's a wild Thursday. Thank you so much as we are uh, coming to you from... The Radio Row, which is uh, now a little bit quiet, it's, you know, in a matter of like 90 minutes, it'll be a sweltering mess with people on top of us and yep. all over us, and that's fine because this is the life we lead. We'll be talking to Vinny Bonsignor in a few minutes as he's been covering the Super Bowl press conferences and keeping you up to date on all the Raiders news. He'll join us at 7 o'clock, 725. Dr. Jen Welter will join us, 740. Trey Tucker. Double French fry! 740. Can't believe it, Trey Tucker! Double he's, French fry. It's happening. With Trey Wingo at 8 o'clock, 8.30, Sam Weish from NFL Network, 8.45, Jake Plummer, 9 o'clock, Case Kiefer, 9.30, Farmer Wants a Wife, Farmer's Ty and Brandon. That's going to be fun. Oh, yes. And uh, we can't wait to have Bonnie Jo Laughlin. And, and uh, Bonnie Jo Bonnie is really exciting because not only is she the first and only NBA female scout with the Lakers, but a former assistant GM with uh, the L.A. Defenders. She will join us at 9.45. Can't wait to get into all this as we get a lot into it. Thanks to uh, everybody here doing a great job on site as well as Fen back at the studios. It's been a fun week. Yeah, this is the dream. This is the dream. Uh, as as miserable as it is at times, uh, this is certainly why I moved here, to be able to have the opportunity to rub elbows, to make impressions, to, to network, to interview. Uh, I'm not the most effective um, hustler in this environment, I'd probably say, Clay. Like, we're, we're out there, we're trying to get interviews and stuff, but I also hate asking people for things the first time I meet them, right? Does that seem weird? Because in this environment, everybody's doing that. Right, yes. right. But but I'm, I'm going for the long play. Because, like, <laughs> yesterday, uh, Mina Kimes was, was hanging around. Right. She's all over the place. She's got TV show after TV show, podcast after podcast, one of the biggest names in the business. Everybody knows who Mina Kimes is. And so I was, like, standing from afar and semi-stalking her in the nicest way possible for a little while before finally I, she was kind of – running in between things and I ran up to her I'm like Mina happy happy national girl and women's sports day I'm a huge fan of yours I, I I could not be more proud of what you do for for the collective us right and and I just wanted to come up to you and say that and and I hope that you have a great time here in Las Vegas and I don't even think she looked at me and that's fine uh, but you know what I'll do is I'll circle back in the next couple of days because now I know where she sits and I'm going to see, hey, you got any time in the next two days? Oh, probably not. Oh, that's right. You have a million TV shows, and it's super stressful for you. And I don't want to talk to you for five minutes, Mina Kimes. I want to talk to you for 20 minutes in a couple of weeks or in a few months. This I want it to be a regular thing. I want to have I want to have these interviews, but I don't need it, like, right now, this second, if it isn't, you know, applicable in your schedule. I'm you know okay what? with that. That's good. You know what? They, these are the uh, confessions and rationalizations of a stalker. And yeah. <laughs> it's, I just, but that's how we do it because the last thing you want to do is ask somebody for something right now because a million people are, like, tugging at them and pulling in every different right. direction. Right, and, well, and, and Jared was yeah. like, why didn't you get her? Why didn't you get her? I'm just like, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know because I'm, I'm the long play because I'm going for the long play. I don't want to add to her stress. <laughs> yeah, the, I right. don't want to add to her because stress. Because we can relate to the added stress. Correct, yeah. and, and I get it. We are probably so low on the total totem pole for her and so i get it that's why i'm not asking for for something right now i'm trying to make a connection right now 
and maybe we can circle back at a later juncture when they're not so busy. Same thing, I was walking around this morning, ran to the restroom, saw Kyle Brandt from uh, Good Morning Football. Before I come in to the studio every morning, I turn on Good Morning Football yep, to see if anything yep. happen. And Kyle Brandt is their energy guy. And he gets me going as an energy person in the show. I said, Kyle, I'm, Angry a, runs. I'm a huge fan of yours, and, and you help me do my show. I'm hugely appreciative of, of your craft and, and what you do and, and all that. He's wearing this kick-ass Letterman jacket. You know, he, he was just one of the most gracious dudes ever. And I just, maybe I'll circle back. He's like, Lindsey Brown, like Greater Nation Radio. Lizzie? No, Lindsey. And I'll, I'm going to circle back. <laughs> I'm going to circle back. And this is, how, this is how I do it. And this is how, I mean, I put, I got myself here, right? You work hard. You got here some way. We all got here in an opportunity some way. And so uh, I'm playing the long game. Yeah, we got to. And it's a good place to make contacts. Mm-hmm. As uh, Vidi Bonsignor is live uh, covering both the Chiefs and 49ers press conferences and as they hold court as they get ready for their Super Bowl stuff as well as keeping you up to date on all the Raiders news up at VegasNation.com. Vinny, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, guys. And, uh, you know, just listening and, and, you know, obviously understanding the uh, the badness of, of Radio Row. Uh, you get locked in that little uh, in that in that little environment. You kind of forget that it's actually a football game uh, sure. being played this week. And there's two football teams that are in town that are actually practicing and, and doing all of the things that to get prepared to play that football game. Uh, and so it, it, it's great sometimes to you know, be able to, to come out to like Las Vegas where the, where the two teams are to talk to the players and, and kind of get their, um, you know, uh, the, the temperature for, for them getting ready for the biggest games of their lives. Uh, so sometimes it gets forgotten in the madness that we deal with the rest of the day uh, in, at, at Radio Row that really is a football game that's getting ready to be played here in a couple of days at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, it's fantastic stuff, Vinny. We're all caught in the, the wash cycle, and I think we saw you a couple times yesterday. I think you and I recorded an interview. I barely remember it, but I, I do have to ask you because there, there's been a lot of rumors floating around on the social meds this week about a certain alleged coyote attack taking place in Lake Las Vegas mm-hmm. with one of the players. Have you heard anything, or is this just a baseless rumor that's on social media that's probably a waste? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 there was a report, like I think it was like last week, about a, a, a it wasn't a player, it was somebody, someone that, you know, that, that tried to go say hi to, to a coyote, and a coyote wasn't in the mood to say hi. Uh, and, and so I don't know if that was inflated with that, um, that that happened, but I haven't heard anything official on any play. I, I would imagine that if a player actually got, you know, a, you know maybe maybe somebody with the, with the traveling party, you know, when sure. the teams travel to the Super Bowl, they bring everybody. It's not just the football team. I mean, usually they bring all their employees with them, too. So maybe something like that happened. But I haven't heard anything as it relates to any players getting bit by a coyote in, like, like Las Vegas. Yeah, coyotes are skittish around humans. They don't like to, like, hang out. They're not, like, you know, they don't want to be petted. You know what I mean? So they try to stay their distance unless you got, like, a pizza or something like that, and then they're really hungry. Uh, other than that, uh, you you're, you're on your own. <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could look at them from afar. We're speaking with Vinny Bonsignor, who's been traveling back and forth to Lake Las Vegas as well as back here to the media center, back and forth, back and forth. Talk about what the scene looks like in Lake Las Vegas just real quick when you cover, like, the Chiefs and the 49ers and their media availability. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it is a ways out here, but I think once you finally get it, when you do get out here, uh, and I know the players are sharing this, um, you know, this as well, it's beautiful. It really is a beautiful setting. Fortunately, the sun came out yesterday. Uh, the first day on, on Tuesday was a little bit um, sketchy with the weather, so uh, you didn't get the full vibe of Lake Las Vegas. Today, yesterday, 
is beautiful. The water is glistening. Uh, it kind of looks like, I don't know if you can see, I'm sure both of you guys have been out here, but it kind of has that Lake Cuomo or, or, or Venice kind of a feeling with the architecture and the, and the beautiful homes that are on the lake and the beautiful hotels and, and properties. So it's, it's really a, a beautiful setting, and I think that uh, while I'm sure players would love to be out on the strip, they understand that this is a business trip, the business trip of all business trips. So, so to be out here um, and, and be able to kind of be away from the hustle and bustle to get their work in, I think they appreciate that. Uh, setting the scene and addressing the rumor mill, Vinny Bonsignor, the first chair. Uh, more stuff that we saw come down yesterday for some potential coaching hires for our Las Vegas Raiders. What do you have to say about the names Mike Caldwell and Chad Ochocinco Johnson? Well, Chad, you know, uh, I, I got a big chuckle out of that. That's, that's not, that was just a joke. If you follow Chad Johnson, you know that. He likes to have a little bit of fun. Um, so, you know, he has a long history with uh, with Marvin Lewis, and he knows Antonio Pierce. So he kind of made a little bit of a joke that he's going to be on the staff. <clears throat> That's not happening, at least it hasn't, it, 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 it hasn't happened yet. And I don't expect that to be the case. Uh, but, yeah, you know, Antonio Pierce is putting together his uh, his, his staff. It was, it was funny because when I talked to him the other day, I said, what's the pace been like since you took, took over? And... He said it as we were as we were pretty much jogging from one end of the radio row to the other, um, and he's like fast, fast, and faster. So it's it's really um, a fast-paced couple of weeks here for Antonio Pierce, doing all these interviews, putting this staff together. And that's I was talking about this to somebody on a radio on a, on a hit that I did, where if you're Marvin, if you're if you're Antonio Pierce, all of this is new right now. All of this stuff that you've never had to deal with. You think about this. This is Antonio Pierce's only his second offseason as an NFL coach, period. And that was as a linebacker coach the first offseason. Now he goes into a, the next offseason after his first season coaching at the NFL level as a head coach. And not only that, he's got to put together an entire staff. All of these things that you never thought of as a linebacker coach or as a player now is on your, um, you know, your plate to have to be able to take care of, which is why it was such a great idea, I think, on his part to bring in a Marvin Lewis who has done this over and over and over again, uh, 16 years as the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, to be able to lean on, especially right now going into your first offseason. It's a frantic pace, putting together an entire staff. Uh, but I think having Marvin Lewis in there with the room with him helps a lot. Vinny Bonsignor here with us on the morning tailgate. Then what about uh, the name Mike Caldwell? Uh, as somebody that is like you know, a, a longtime linebackers coach, really well-respected in this league, and a former Jags defensive coordinator, well, what, what do we know about him? Yeah, and, you know, obviously Antonio Pierce is no longer a linebacker coach, so that makes a lot of sense. Somebody that has, was a former defensive coordinator, uh, now, um, you know, on the staff. Another, I, I like what, what, what Antonio is doing in terms of that type of hire, the Marvin Lewis's uh, of the world, yeah. uh, bringing in some guys that, that have been coordinators or head coaches, even as an assistant coach, a position coach, or in Marvin's, Marvin's case, kind of an overseer of things, an associate head coach, to be able to have that, uh, that, that just that, that, that brain power uh, and especially some experience. Um, you know, so when your linebacker coach is also a guy that was a coordinator uh, of, a, of a defense, you know, recently, that could only help the operation. 
All I know is that there's a lot of buzz on social media about the assembly of this coaching staff and whether or not Ocho Cinco's involved or not. I think there's a little bit of a gravitational pull, and and I think people are seeing what's bubbling up around here and want to be part of something special. And so, Vin, you're you're right on the ground of all of it while you're you're covering the the big game like you are. We truly appreciate you taking the time today, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. And I go talk to some uh, some Chiefs players about uh, you know they got on the field for the first time yesterday. Over at the facility for for the Raiders, and uh, mm. I'm sure it was kind of uh, a uh, uh, you know uh, not a deja vu, but like a, a very weird moment for guys like Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes to walk through those hallowed halls of the facility of Ern- uh, Henderson to see the big torch out there, the Al Davis torch, yeah. um, and just they're 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 really the bitter rival in the AFC practicing at their facility. I can't wait to uh, talk to these guys to find out what their thoughts are, uh, on that were. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder what their take is, especially when you see, like, you know, uh, how nice the facility is and how, you know, brand new everything is at the same time. But you know that uh, you're looking around every corner like, all right, uh, this doesn't feel right. Well, take before pictures so we can compare and make sure that everything's back in its place. Yeah, can we do that? Yeah. Just before and after pictures. The other part is there's some guys, Chris Jones among them, that are going to be free agents. So you never know what might be going through somebody like Chris Jones' head. Yeah. He looks at the great facilities in Henderson going, huh, all right, let me just put this one on the list. So uh, we'll see. Absolutely. Hey, Vinny, we can't wait to read the stuff up at uh, VegasNation.com as well as on Twitter at Vinny Bonsignor. Thank you again for making time on a busy morning, man. Well, we wish you the best. We hope to see you soon down here. Oh, yeah. I'll see you later today. Bye, dog. Thank you. Vinny Bonsignor here with us. And, uh, yeah, keep abreast of, uh, of what he's going to find out by inter- interviewing the Chiefs today as they head and, uh, you know, experience the facility for themselves. Oh, it's just like it's just yep. like they're, it's the like, cousins here. Yeah, they're, they're arrived. Here. We've been thinking about it for weeks, for days. Visualizing Cousin, all yeah. the worst case scenarios. Right? Cousin Eddie is embarrassing us with the, you know, the motorhome parked outside. He's going to use our razor. You know what he is too. Yeah, and he, he's, he's going to use my wife's and razor. It's not going to be in know, the right I, place either. Nope, it's nope. going to be all messed up. And I tell you what, I'm hiding my deodorant in my sock drawer because I know he'll go yep. into the medicine cabinet and start using the old spice. Or you just you leave it in, and you say you can have it. I'll get a new one. <laughs> I see an errant hair here, and I don't <laughs> an like errant it. hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's something else about Mike Caldwell uh, as a maybe a, as a linebackers coach. Uh, He's the uncle to Nikki Fargus, the you know, president of the Aces. So, oh. I mean, there's a good connection there. But this is a guy that is, like, well-traveled. And uh, you could have found a more sound position coach, especially for somebody who's coming off a D.C. role, you know, being defensive coordinator from the Jags for the last two years. Yeah. And, you know, last year was kind of troubling, and everyone got gutted. Everyone got fired mm-hmm. all at the same time on January 8th. But uh, the year before, he was being heralded as a genius. Right. Defense. Well, and that's the business, right? Yeah. Uh, the bad results. You're the worst person ever working this job. I don't know how anybody ever gave you a chance. And then one year, <laughs> you get a couple of breaks, and nobody get in, gets injured. You make the right picks. And my God, we're going to give you the keys to the kingdom, and we're going to sign you to a lifetime contract until you know you start losing, and then we're going to clear out everything. Right. Everyone has your back. Until yes. They don't. Very jarring the back <laughs> and forth. But I, I, based off of my initial research, and I'm, I have to admit, we've been doing a lot of interviews and stuff. We haven't been able to deep dive it quite yet, but it just seems like another great addition. You know, I, I love it. I can't wait to talk. This next great addition is Dr. Jen Walter. Yes. As we've been promoting her two amazing events that are in Las Vegas this week, and one today, and we want to get her on before she's got to get out there to the Las Vegas Sports Complex. She joins us next, the first female coach in NFL history. Dr. Jen Welter joins us here on the Morning Tailgate. Let's go.
Thank you so much for being with us as we are live on Radio Row. And all our coverage here is brought to you by Paul Padilla. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. And boy, are we happy to have you. Dr. Jen Welter here, pioneer, trailblazer, humanitarian, the first female coach in NFL history. Thank you for being here. Oh, you know, it's great times here on Radio Row, getting to connect with my peeps. And, you know, you guys you guys are taking care of me, like, this whole thing. I feel like I'm at home. Yeah, it's, it's an old hat for you to be on uh, on the morning tailgate. We appreciate you. you got some big stuff going on in our town this week. I want to lead with that so people know where to be. Uh, Thursday on the 8th, you're going to be having your, your day in the life. It's going to start at 8 a.m., right? And, and so tell us where we need to go and what we should bring. Absolutely. So if you're coming to the day in the life, you have to register. It is a ticketed event. We have limited space, so you better get in because we are almost sold out of VIP, which is great news for us. Mm -hmm. But it's getting women onto the field and into the game. We are literally bringing women into what a day in the life of training camp is like. So if you're VIP, you come in at 8. If you're regular, you come in at 9. Either one, that's up to you. I, I can't make that decision for you, <laughs> right? But our coaches' introductions will start at 9.30, so you'll meet some of the icons in the game, right? We have some of the very best in the women's game, like my gold medalist teammate, Adrian Smith, DC Divas receiver, Lois Cook. Then we have, I don't know, some guys that you guys might know. I mean, with Raider Nation, if you don't know Marquette King, please do your history. Oh, yes. One of the all-time best punters. Pro bowler. And a heck of a musician as well. So he'll be there teaching everybody to punt. We have, you know, Green Bay Packers all-time leading rusher, Amon Green. Okay. We have 49ers legend, Ricky Waters, and so many more. So if you're not there, I don't know where you are. But once we introduce all those coaches, because there are many more, mm -hmm. um, then we're going to go playbook. Okay, so ladies, if you've ever wanted to turn your X's and O's love of football into, you know, Real, like, drop your game day knowledge. Here we go. That's what you're going to do. So 10 to 10.45, we're playbooks. Then we're dynamic warm-up. Then we're going to hit station rotations where you're going to learn each element of the game I like to call full-contact chess. Once you learn all the chess pieces, we will take you through putting them all together with offense on air, defense on air, and then, of course, we have to finish with, you know, proper hydration or dehydration depending on which drink you choose mm -hmm. and Wahoo's fixed tacos. <laughs> My goodness. That is a full-fledged experience, including, uh, like you said, some food and beverages. It sounds like I mean, I, like I said, you oh, can, I love it. We, are, we are well hydrated. Yep. And you will either hydrate or dehydrate depending on what drink of choice you pick at the end of the day. <laughs> but once you've learned all that football, you know, it's a part of the game to celebrate. So we will, sure. we will also celebrate. Work hard, play hard. That's a theme around here, isn't it, Clay? It is. It is. Time. I think I think Coach AP would uh, endorse that choice. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Get your tickets, jenwelter.com, Day in the Life. It's uh, February 8th, 8 through 12, Las Vegas Sports Complex. It's on Rampart, north of uh, Summerlin Parkway. So what is it like to connect with women at one of your Day in the Life sessions? Because I think you're exposing people who want to expand their life but also find a direction that they might not have realized beforehand when you are able to talk to them. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think... Football has often been called the final frontier for women in sports. Yeah. And to me, throughout my career, I took that as a challenge, right? Like, if we could do this, if we could learn this game, if we could do this the right way, then couldn't we shift culture through the game that is known as America's game? Yes. Right? And so there are so many women who have literally loved the game but loved it from afar. And there's no better way to really learn and develop yourself than up close and personal. I'll give you a great example, right? Let's talk coverage for a second, right? 
man versus zone coverage. We've all heard it. Very few of us know what that means. We kind of nod our head. Oh, right? yes. Yep. Let's go this way. Man coverage is marriage coverage. <laughs> you are my man. Wherever you go, I go. You go up in the stands, kiss mom on the cheek. I'm kissing her on the other cheek. You are my husband. We're together. Yeah. Right? That's my whole job mm-hmm. in terms of coverage. Now, if we're talking zone, y'all, zone is a little bit different. A roster, you could say. Look, a list. Zone means I am going to find my area. Yep. And I'm looking for talent. <laughs> Somebody rolls through my zone. He's looking kind of good. I'm paying attention. He keeps going. He wasn't that fine anyway. I'm looking for new talent that may have to come. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not booed up. I'm right. good. I have an area that I am looking for the best talent. That's what it is. So for me, teaching in that way gives women a new understanding that they can not just watch the game but really appreciate the game and that's where real fans come and I'll tell you it may be football that we're teaching but anytime you take an area in your life or in the world when you've been told it wasn't for you and you know girls don't do that women don't do that and you go out here and you're like no 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 today I'm doing this it shifts your confidence and really, that's what this is about. And the program, A Day in the Life, helps support Gridiron Girls, which is my youth program. So everybody who comes out and supports A Day in the Life, so the women who are getting out of their comfort zone are doing it for the good of girls. And they will help me do other free camps in the community, like the Gridiron Girls camp that we have Saturday the 10th with my co-hostess with the mostest, Joy Taylor. Oh, yeah. Um, And we wanted to bring two baddies in the game together, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I might be one of the baddies in the game of playing and coaching football. She is one of the baddies in talk. If y'all don't know her, she's on Speak on FS1, and she does speak the truth. If you don't know Joy, you need more Joy in your life. We all need more Joy in your life, but you need more Joy Taylor in your life. And I will advocate for that because us together, we can show the girls, whether it's, you know, on air, or on the field, there is no game you cannot play and no field you do not belong in or on. So that camp will be on Saturday, and it is free for the ballers in Vegas. And guess what? I don't know if y'all knew this, but Nevada throws down when it comes to girls' flag football. Oh, yeah. Nevada yeah. is one of the original states to have it as a varsity sport, and y'all do boast some of the absolute top players in the country. But I know that I have been bragging on these girls. Because you know what happened when I, when I walked in the door? Hmm. None other than one of my favorite people in the world, Hall of Famer in both the NFL and the CFL. Oh, yeah. Mr. Warren. Warren. Says, Coach, I might just have to come out on Saturday. I got I to gotta see these girls. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Excuse me, sir, what? And he's like, yeah, as long as my schedule allows, you, you know I got your back. He's like, I know what you're doing. And I said, yeah, not a quarterback, though. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do that. Like, Warren, my career was making quarterbacks' lives difficult. Like, you, you do realize, right? Like, so I'm not, I'm not coaching them other than to how to get away from me. Correct. And he was like, well, I haven't figured that out yet because I've known you for years, Jen, and I can't get away from you. So, um, but the good news is for our, uh, all the parents listening out there and all the girls out there, like, I have been preaching the baddies that play here in Vegas, and I can't wait to be able to, with the help of my dear friend Joy Taylor and some of my NFL friends, 
shine the light on these girls and coach them up along the way. And it's going to be competition all day. We have like red zone competition. Like this, this, no, this isn't, this isn't a serious. walk in the park. This no, 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 is, no, no. We're no, looking no. to improve and we're looking to figure out exactly who's on top today. Oh, we have rep turnover chains. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, that's Dr. awesome. Jen. Oh, Jen. oh, my God. I like when it. I talk about the girls that are coming out Saturday, oh, baby. <laughs> we got some crowns. <laughs> we have skills drills balls that, like, from Athletic Tech that they're going to sponsor. We also have some shades from Oakley because we just might be throwing some shade. Yeah. I'm just saying Oakley came in and they're like, Coach, we love what you're doing. We want to we wanna, we wanna seed some shades for some of these competitions. I was like, oh, we can throw some shade. <laughs> We can throw the we fade. Can work or we can this throw into the, the curriculum. Yes. Yes. yes, we can Give find a me. place. We Absolutely. can find a time. You find a, a place and a time to to talk about all this, Doctor John. I could not be a bigger supporter for your message and what you do for for women everywhere. And and we're truly grateful. I'm planning to be out there and just to witness all of it because I whatever this energy is sitting in front of me, I can only imagine what it like looks like on a field. And I was a coach in a previous life. You and I've talked about this yeah. a, a couple times before. But you've coached men and women. You've coached yes. boys and girls. And there. There are differences. Yes. There are differences in coaching and, and connecting to each individual player. So what are some of the, the differences you've noticed over the years of coaching between both parties? First, I'm going to start with the consistency, and that's being authentic. Mm -hmm. Look, come in as you are. Be honest about what you're great at and focus on getting the kids better mm -hmm. and taking them through the process through communication. Um, one of the big things that I've noticed with girls is girls will ask for the why. Guys won't outwardly ask for the why, but guess what? They also want the why. But they'll wait Absolutely. for their buddies to show them the why and doing it wrong. They That's may not my ask a question. Yeah. Right. But the girls will say, well, why? Yeah. And I've had other guy coaches be like, I don't, I don't like, why is she asking that? Like, well, why won't you tell it? Like, what does it matter? Right. Like, we're all talking about coaches or teachers and whatever we need to do to bring them there, that's what's important. And whether it's boys or girls, men or women, for me, it's about we're not just coaching a player. This is a very real human. And if you don't know someone, you can't lead them. So be a great human. Be really honest. Be a great communicator. And then you guys will have a much better chance of working together to accomplish those goals. Right? So would you challenge the why when you're coaching the, the boys and the men? Would you would you challenge them to ask more questions? Would you no. try to elicit? And, or you just, you are what you are, and when you mess up, we'll, we'll circle back and do it. Because that's Look, what I've noticed in coaching hockey. It's the learning process. Yeah. Okay. And the learning process is beautiful. I don't believe in confrontation because that gets pushback. Mm. Right? I believe in communication and I believe in a strong one-on-one. -on -one. Because usually in a group, you're just gonna you're gonna get somebody to buck up. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Da 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 da. You go back and forth, people put their defenses up. Yep. Right? Just think of it. Somebody comes at you, you instinctively put your hand out. Yeah. I want you to bring me in. And bringing me in is the most important thing. So that means good communication and it often means just to say, Hey, hey, what's going on? You didn't look like yourself today. Is everything okay? Hmm. Like hey, um, you know, something was off today. Like, can we talk about it? Like, how are you feeling about this? And yes. just, hey, you know what, coach, I didn't get this. And it's a lot, it's a lot easier to do that with a lead-in one-on-one than it is a group dynamic where people are like, nah, I'm good. You know, that's not what you want. Nah, I'm good. Or, yeah, I got it. Or, you know, a one-word answer just means I want to be out of this conversation. Right. Right. As opposed to I want to build a bridge with you. So for me, whether it's coaching, again, girls or boys, women or men, it's about building bridges and 
helping to alleviate some of those misses in communication. I don't don't believe in saying it was a miscommunication. That implies someone's at fault. But we did miss each other. Sure. Right? That's a very different thing. Just missing each each other means that how I communicated this, even if it was the same thing, was not what you received. So how do we get better at playing catch? Right? Quarterback-receiver dynamics. We see it all the time. You're going to have a great quarterback and a great receiver, and they miss each other a lot. Right? Didn't read the defense right. Broke in instead of out. Right? Didn't read the hot route and break it off. Looks like somebody ran the wrong route or somebody threw a ball that went to nobody. We were both right and we were both wrong. But ultimately, we missed each other. And so how do we get better at reading the signals or interpreting information in the way that we're both on the same page? And that's the goal always. Are the career paths and opportunities for women in professional sports Are they increasing at a fast enough rate for you in your eyes? Look, they say patience is a virtue. Clearly, that is not a virtue that I have ever been blessed with in my entire life. I'm never going to say it's fast enough. Right? I want it all right now. Yes. I want it yesterday. I want women getting paid what men do. I want no women in football to make a dollar a game like I did. Hello. Right? One of the best in the world. And I want it yesterday. However, we are making progress and everything is about pacing, right? And there has never been a better time for women and girls in in sports here on National Women and Girls in Sports Day because now we're talking about it. And now companies are actively saying, you know what we believe? Angel City did a great job, right? Let's Let's go from football to football. Okay. And let's say shout out to Angel City for not saying, oh, yeah, you know what? We're good with the status quo. We're going to push it and we're going to set a model and create a blueprint for other teams and other sports leagues and other leaders in community to follow and say just because it has been this way doesn't mean it has to be this way. Great stuff from Dr. Jen Welter, uh, self-proclaimed the biggest kick-ass female of football, first of many things in professional football, but biggest thing is advocate for girls and women, especially in the world of football, and a great and amazing uh, National Girls and Women's Sports Day. As a coach, what technique or concept are you the biggest stickler about? Communication. Well, okay. But I mean, like, a specific, like, pad low, foot here. Like, what, what oh, do you get It's always at? leverage. Leverage. It's always leverage. Um, but... Techniques are techniques. Got to have heart in whatever you do. I'd rather you miss a play the first time and chase it down on the one-yard line. Right? Don't half-step. Don't half-guess. I can redirect great, great energy and intention and aggression. I can't teach you to pull a trigger that you don't believe in. Right? And if you miss it, again, fight for that one-inch line. Give us a chance to line up again and do it again. If we miss something, let's look at the tape and redirect the energy. But the, you know, shoulda, woulda, couldas in every play, they don't work. You're patting your feet eight times and you never make a decision. That's really hard because you don't know if they don't know it, if they're not confident, if they're scared. Those things are much harder to, harder to fix than I need you to get your, your 
foot to heel depth, or I need you to get your pad level lower, or I need you to bring your hips. Dr. Jen Welter, it is awesome having you on. JenWelter.com. Make sure you get out there Saturday morning, February 10th, Gridiron Girls Flag Football Camp from 8 to 12 for girls 12 to 18. Meadows YMCA, 4141 Meadows Lane with guest speaker Joy Taylor. You bring us a lot, and we really appreciate it. We extend ourselves to you in any way we can help. We want you to be a part of this family. Absolutely. Thank you for welcoming me into your family. I definitely feel the love. Awesome. We're back after this on the Morning Tailgate. Back to the Morning Tailgate, live from Radio Row at Mandalay Bay. Brought to you by Paul Law. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. All right, thanks for joining us here live on Radio Row at Mandalay Bay's Convention Center, getting you ready for the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the 49ers. And no matter what you have here, and Raider Nation will always feel, you know, they'll have their own subjective feelings about the Niners and Chiefs, but you always have to find a hero and villain, no matter what happens. Even yep. a casual sports fan needs that for the big game viewing. And, you know, for this time around, I think it's hilarious that, you know, everybody's All-American, Patrick Mahomes, on uh, every third commercial you see during the commercial breaks of a football game. Or just regular commercial breaks anywhere on television or online. I, I feel like if I turn around, I'm going to see him, yeah. right? And it's like, when do you start to go from the hero to be a villain, right? At what point does that happen? And I think we're starting to see that now. Yeah. You know what is not popular? Being successful. Mm-hmm. You're enviable, but you're not popular because uh, you represent a lot of things that people aren't, that they thought they should be. I hate that word, the should. The should, should is so toxic to have in your, your self-talk vocabulary. And, and if it's in your self-talk vocabulary, it's going to be put out into the world too. And so with Mahomes, you've won two already. As you said, the, the saturation of his, his brand, his marketing, has certainly hit a high point. Same with uh, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid as well. And there comes a point where we just want to see something else, right? We're sick of seeing red. We're yeah. sick of we're, we're we're sick of seeing the, the same song and dance. We want new blood, and then reciprocally, like last year for the Stanley Cup Final, everybody, oh, we need new blood in Stanley Cup, right? We need new talents, new teams, and Ain't you had that, two right. teams that had Always. never won a Stanley Cup, and it was one of the lowest rated. <laughs> Uh, finals ever. But you know what? It doesn't matter because it's not always about catering to the biggest mass you can. I know mm-hmm. the major market polls and all that other stuff, but uh, they have become the evil empire, the Kansas City Chiefs. And so that's what happens when you make it to the top. People are trying to rip you down in any way, uh, shape, and form that they can. And uh, the only thing you can do is keep winning and keep shutting them up. It's what you said also. Like, uh, you know, there, there's a, like a certain, fir- you know, uh, that toes the line in public and society that they hate success to a certain point. Mm-hmm. They love seeing you get there. But even as Chris Jones had alluded to, here's his quote saying, everybody used to love us. We used to be one of the most favorite teams. Now everybody's ready for the Chiefs to lose. Yeah. Get used to it. Okay. It's yep. not like the sky is falling, but there's an old adage in Hollywood, like, when, the, when people are giving interviews, don't tell everybody how happy you are with your life. Uh, Cary Grant once said something like, people hate people who are happy. You know? Right. Like, well, now we hate people that are, that are suffering, too, because then it becomes a suffering Olympics. Right? <laughs> yeah. Just so don't talk like, about your human experience at all. Yeah. And, and Patrick Mahomes is now, like, in the crosshairs of, like, and it'll happen. It happened to guys like Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, uh, other quarterbacks in the league. Has become different like, reasons. Like, for, for different reasons. But you know what? The winning wears people out. Tom Brady wears people out with the winning. And that's why we love Patrick. That's mm-hmm. why when they were coming onto the scene, they were he was young Brady. He was anti-Brady because he wasn't. It was somebody new, and it was a good challenger, too. <laughs> Mahomes says, if you win a lot, that causes you to be a villain. And I'm okay yep. with that. 
but at least at the end of the day, I'm going to try to enjoy playing the game and try to win as much as possible. Oh, it's just a, You'd be surprised. It's just a sugary sweet answer, Patrick. Right. You'd be surprised how many noble villains there are. If you start looking at some of our stories and the reasons why people are the way they are, what they choose, like even superheroes and stuff and what they represent, most of the time, the villains are the ones that are fighting for a cause or something that that's bigger and so you know it's 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 interesting to see the evolution and how how they go through this and he's getting to this point at such a young age as well yeah and so the thing about brady when he won those first three in such close succession to each other he had 10 years where they 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 didn't get another one there was struggles there and he, i mean peyton manning getting in, in, in each other's way always uh yep. yeah the injury i mean before they he went on uh that that kind of second arc with the patriots there were people national media people that probably still have jobs around us here saying that he wasn't the best quarterback on his team and Jimmy Garoppolo was and so uh, that's what fuels people like that and I know Mahomes is built in the same way and we're sick of him and he's only 27 yep so get used to it yeah uh, that's how it works and at the same time um, when you bring up villains Aren't villains almost like the most sought-after characters when you make movies happen? They're the best ones. Yeah, like those are the ones like, yeah, you want to be the hero. But heroes are always like defined as like you're like young and handsome or beautiful and exactly. young. But villains, you can stay in the game for a long time. And you also, you also have the best lines in mm -hmm. the movie. and Best I, costumes. Best costumes. Attitude, probably. And people remember your scenes better because they, they're kind of looking forward to seeing, I just want to smash this guy in the face or I want a big rock to fall on them or whatever it mm -hmm. is. But villains, they make things go. And yeah. I, th I think even like even way back in the day when people used to tell stories of uh, you know of great folklore, even Shakespeare, his, some of his best uh, villains, Richard the Third, you know he's the guy that turns to the audience and says, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to kill the kids, I'm going to move, uh, go to the Tower of London. Like people love villains, so right. at the same time, you, you can't win for losing. But I think it's something that I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have to get used to starting this year and moving forward that you're on TV all the time yep. and everyone's sick of it. Yeah, absolutely. And so we'll see. We know that we've been sick of him for a longer time and our tolerance is much shorter it's, in this fan base yeah, with the nation. It's getting a little rough. Yeah. Uh, Trey Wiggle is going to join us here in a little bit from uh, the 33rd team at the top of the next hour. Can I give you a, a, a quick little prop that has just come up on the uh, the global odds boards? Sure. Uh, this is a prop for the uh, – it's like it's like what's called like cross sports or cross, you know, um, uh, cross avenues of thought for teams where you say, all right, total number of yards between the 49ers and Chiefs combined in the Super Bowl. So that could be like 600 plus tackles oh, and tackles and assists versus – total las vegas police department service calls on february 11th which will be higher the police call my brain checked yeah. out about halfway through that because once i had too many apples and oranges to compare my brain's just like nope drop them all but in terms of calls for we're for looking police, at the number like 700 700 yeah, 800 yeah i'd probably bet on on human drunkenness <laughs> i would i would probably bet on debauchery all right that's fair uh, there's a great twitter account um that on game days for Packers, it's called like the the Lambo Squawker, and he just listens to the to the police scanner oh at God. Lambo Field, and he tweets out what he hears. I I don't know the guy's name. It's one of the most I've been following that account for probably since I got on Twitter for over ten years. Ago. Green Bay hasn't got to the digital lines oh yet. Oh my for... God! It's some of the most mad libs <laughs> drunkenness you've ever heard in your life. It's like blonde passed out face first in a in a trash can. I'm right. like that's that it, it's just classic there's a stuff. block of cheddar cheese i i would that bet is blocking a lane here, in the highway here i would bet on it yeah. i would bet on it and that's the thing too like 
we know because we live here about just how far the line can be pushed here in Las Vegas. So if you get arrested, you're really messing up. You're really messing up. And that being said, uh, I our, our whole business is kind of predicated on you can trash it, we'll clean it up. But, like, treat people with some respect. Yeah. Like, I understand it's good for people to have jobs to clean up your, your party after the fact. But don't go talking crap to them while you're hammered, right? Like, don't just, just stay with your people. Be as kind as possible. And uh, take the, t- the least damaging, the least toxic route of being an absolute dumpster fire. Just there, there's different ways to have a great time. I love it. This is great. It's the morning tailgate Raider Nation Radio. You can send us your text at uh, 702-365-9200. I know. Uh, no, it's good to hear you in the morning. We're up. You're up. 702-365-9200. Yeah, Jared. Uh, another Jared with an E. Uh, I've only know. I know two of them. One of us. One of them works with us. One of them uh, texts in all the time. Says, "Good morning, TG. I really like the position coach hire. I also believe Josh Allen, the Jaguars' edge slash linebacker, is a free agent. This could help the team." Uh, getting Josh to come our way. Finally, they should have drafted him when they had the opportunity. Good stuff, you guys. Keep it up. Let's go Raiders. Thanks, Jared. I like that. I do, too. I like that. All right. I mean, it's like. The other Josh Allen. You know, and uh, when you think of, like, a guy like Mike Caldwell, who was, like, the inside linebackers coach of the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks when they won the Super Bowl, that Mm -hmm. was, like, the strongest linebacking core I've ever seen. Just just annihilated what uh, Patrick Holmes was trying to do. But Josh Allen is a guy that, you know, and Antoine Winfield Jr. is also a free agent who yeah. was part of that Tampa Bay linebacking core, and he's young. Could you imagine that, that you defense without Winfield? You know where he's Winfield? from? <laughs> where is he from? Liz? He's from Minnesota. No. Or at least that's where his dad played. So. Okay, so he, played, he, played at the, he played for the U as well. Yeah, he, he played, played, for, he played the for the U? Gophers. You know, think, Gophers. The Josh Allen linebacker from Jacksonville, you know, he's kind of projected to make that kind of big-time money, and so is Antoine Winfield. But yes. would you be willing to pay uh, an inside linebacker his average salary projection is to be about 23 mil per year. How much does Bob make? How much does Bob Spillane make? we got to look up some comparables here, too, of, of what that is. Because I know that the linebacking group, I think the Raiders were one of the lowest money-invested teams at that position group. Yeah. But that didn't mean that they didn't get a hell of a performance, though. Think about the Raider return on, uh, that you got from everybody there at, at the linebacker position. Let's get into that. We'll talk a little bit about that into the second hour. We're expected to be joined by Trey Tucker as well as Trey Wingo. Both Trey's. Steve White. Double Jake Plummer. A a bountiful second hour coming up next with Lindsey Brown, Clay Baker here on Radio Row. Fenhouse doing a fantastic job back in the studios and all our stuff is brought to you by here at Radio Row by Paul Padilla. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. Back after this on Raider Nation Radio.